to do what do you want me to talk about well he said something that was a little bit dangerous he told me I could talk about anything I wanted to and you know I am my son's mother <laughs> the man I describe in the introduction as being so decidedly different my son and what made the project extra special to me is a chance to share not only what he has meant to me but what he has meant to a generation as one writer said we came from somewhere not just from the wombs of our mothers and the seeds of our fathers but from a long line of generations who came before us it's the kingdom Yeah. 
within myself, that's my celly. Made in the image of God, that's a selfie. Pray five times a day, so many felonies. Who gon' post my bell? Lord, help me. Hold up. Donda, I'm with your baby when I touch back road. Told him stop all of that red cap, we going home. Not me with all of these sins, casting stones. This might be the return of the throne. Throne. Hover and Jesus, like Moses and Jesus. You are not in control of my thesis. You already know what I think, but I think pieces. For you actually already told you he think he is. Don't try to jail my thoughts and think precincts. I can't be controlled with programming presets. Reset on my cell and my cell tonight. Don't have to see you to touch you. This is what Braille look like. It's on sight. Take me to jail, call my girl, tell her send my mail. We know what hell look like, still it's a hell of a life. Yikes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new episode of Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. Absolutely nothing. This was a beautiful way to kick off the show, a great way to introduce the show, a great introduction, if you will. I go by the name of Giovanni Anglin, a.k.a. Trinidadi, Panamania Poppy, Rude Boy, Top Gunner, Sakpanyamada, Donda, 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 Donda. Donda, Donda, Donda. Name of this episode today, Donda. What are we talking about today? Donda. If you ain't not a Kanye West fan, skip this show. Skip this episode. It's going to be a lot of that today. Donda, 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 Donda. Yo, what's going on? Donda. It's Bashanissa, a.k.a. Back from the Great Beyond, like the Son of Man. Recording live from Queens, where it's flooding. In June, Brooklyn, where it's also flooding. (laughs) <laughs> Different parts are flooding. I'm looking outside right now. There there aren't floods where I'm at currently. Are Same there floods here. happening? Yes. Over by you, not so much, but like no. of course like Elmshurst. I've I've seen Elmshurst. Elmshurst oh, is yeah. wicked right now. Uptown, it's wild over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts over there. Uh Woodside. I've seen Woodside. Not too good. I've been seeing stuff uptown over in Manhattan. One four fifth. Not too good. 28th street not too good it's it's been pretty hectic today and that it was this was something i'll be honest i i didn't expect yeah i didn't expect it either are you lagging on your side <laughs> no no everything okay, is good on this checking. end sorry no 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 everything's yeah. good on this end 
Yeah, they did say there would be like uh in terms of tornado warning around the Bronx earlier yes. today. Yes. I mean, because the Bronx is technically mainland. And I wasn't sure like how it will affect us, but yeah, it affected us pretty quickly. Right. Lightning, storm, rain, thunder. You heard it all today. Exactly. It's, You've uh, seen pretty it all. Intense. Or you've seen it all, been through it all. I mean, once I left work around six o'clock, I noticed it was pretty dark out, but I just thought it was just rain. And then when I actually went outside to experience it, it was heavy rains, heavy wind gusts. Thankfully, my umbrella made it. And thankfully, I wore all black today. Thankfully, I was smart with it because I saw that it was supposed to rain today, but I didn't expect it to be what it is right now, what's going on right now as we speak. But again, since I'm at Atlantic Avenue, I still see heavy cars still rolling up and down the block. So we're good on this end. You know, um, you, you know the city won't let anything happen to this neck of the woods because, you know, too much money is invested in here. But now over in Elmshurst and all that, yeah, 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 it's hectic. It's super hectic. I did find it funny and interesting about, uh, you know, the conversations we're having about the global pandemic and also the the environment as well. So everything is just kind of being layered on top of each other, forming this uh, future storm that's brewing. Yeah. And we're seeing it every single day. And articles week after week are pointing fingers at smaller things that really affect it. But we don't want to point at the bigger picture, which is the pretty much like how factories and corporations post-industrial evolution revolution mm-hmm. has affected the environment you know it's it's pretty simple we know what we need to do uh we're not doing anything and just like how they're affecting uh in texas they recently passed a law where you can't get an abortion past six weeks we're we're, we're right. fighting the wrong things we're putting energy in the in the wrong stuff right now real yeah. quick how how often does new york have tornado watches or or is on tornado alert i don't think it's that often i think we've been getting tornado alerts once a year now for the past three years but nothing really comes out of it like it's not this bad this is the worst it's been we usually get like floods and you see in the trains yes Yes. but uh definitely our infrastructure isn't built for anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) or it's just way too old especially like mta mta is is more than a century it's more than a century right now, and I'm seeing many different train stations like 145th, 28th being flooded to death right now because water is powerful, people. Water can infiltrate. Once water infiltrates uh, someone's apartment or, or somewhere underground, it's going to be very hard for, for people to get it out. Yeah. We don't even have – most of our homes don't have – what I call it is like it's like a water pump that takes water and pushes it out. I'm yes. pretty sure we all just have mops. Of course. So it's a dangerous thing. Depending on where you live. If you live in a region that constantly floods, you're more prepared for it, especially mm-hmm. like how your furniture is placed, especially like how your house is built. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we're we're like organized. But you know, here in New York, we don't get floods ever. Especially in the summertime. We're still in the summer. That's right. Probably expect, expecting this maybe spring or late fall, but th- this is kind of a crazy way to end our summer. 
To be fair, though, Bastion, summer is always the rainy season or hurricane season for a lot of Caribbean islands and for a lot of southern states such as Florida. You know, so a lot of a lot of the time when 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 islands and southern states would have these major hurricanes, a lot of times what would happen is those hurricanes would come up to New York and it'll just be a rainy day or two. But nothing quite like this today that we are experiencing, at least yeah, for September. What, yeah, from what I remember, let's say something comes from, from the coast of Florida, it will hit like the edges of the United States. By the time it gets to New York, it's much weaker. And exactly, the concept is the closer it gets to land, the, the, the weaker it becomes, depending on the cold fronts and the heat fronts. Something yeah. like that. I don't know the exact terminology. We're not but, meteorologists. But we hear it every single year, and they use the same terms to the point where you just kind of pretend you know what they're talking about. Or but you just you, know just enough. Hope, yeah, we're just hoping that, like, mm -hmm. it's good enough. This goes back to a reoccurring topic that we've been discussing where, was it de Blasio or, or Cuomo discussing New York having some sort of wall around it to protect us from from incoming storms and and water high water rise. Yeah, um, in terms of um, one one of the interesting things is the the theory that they want to do is create tall buildings and then just kind of allow those tall buildings to stop waters from crashing T taller skyscrapers basically yeah but i think the one the way they want to design is like a tall park hmm. yeah they like skyscrapers too much because you're not trying to sell apartments they just want to sell they're not even selling anything they just want to create like a better environment so like taller parks i'm not sure if they're still working on that idea that's something that they're they're, they're talking on maybe around 2017 2018 yeah, I think, I don't know, do you think that would be a, a good idea for something like this happening right now? What, taller parks? Taller parks. No, no, it's just a, it's just different ways because putting a wall in front of New York City won't help the problem. I don't think so either. So so they are talking with, like, engineers, and they, they've come up diff with different strategies. They just have to, like, they got most of the funding. They just have to do it. So there, there are different ways that they created in order to like stop like harsh winds, harsh storms from affecting Manhattan, especially the Lower East Side. Well, if you learn from your brother and sister states, I hope you don't come up with levees, okay? If you've learned one thing, do not do levees at all. Stay away well, from them. Levees do work, but you have to have a, you know, reoccurring structure. Right, because they can break. Oh, yeah. Every time. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they will break. Uh-huh. As we have seen before. Ah, oh, Bash, you, you, you logged out real quick. Hold on. Don't worry. We're going to get Bashing back. And when we get Bashing back, we're going to discuss what else is going on in life. Oh, wait. Never mind. He's back. <laughs> Hold on. There, there he is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as we get bashing back, we just want to thank everyone for tuning in to Black Seinfeld, the show about nothing. And if you enjoy this show, please 
do not hesitate to like, share, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel, but also do not forget that we have our own website, which is blackseinfeld.com. Once again, blackseinfeld.com, where we have all of our latest episodes on our page. So you don't have to go through YouTube. You don't have to go through our podcasting platforms. All of that stuff is on our hub, blackseinfeld.com. But hey, if you are on the go, please, please consider subscribing too to the podcast as well. We just like to have multi-level platforms for y'all to consume this intellectual ignorance. So if you want to subscribe to our podcast, please, we have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio. We also have I know we have Audible. Audible's a thing. We've got uh, Pot Pandora. We got everything. Basically, just Google Black Seinfeld and just follow what you need to follow there. Okay. Also, before we actually like get started with the show officially, please, if you have any questions about today's show, if you have any comments, please email us. BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. Once again, BlackSeinfeldNY at gmail.com. But Bastion, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing fine. It's uh, It's been pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, I'm chilling, getting ready for the Labor Day weekend. That's right, Labor Day weekend. You already know I'm flagging. Bastion, you flagging, you throwing around your Haitian flag. I know I'm throwing around the Trini flag, Panamanian flag. There's no parade this year. Um, there might be some pseudo parade over at the parkway. I'm not going to participate in that because COVID is a thing. So, you know, I'm just going to be flagging starting Friday. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about flagging to work. Were you not participating last year? I was not participating last year in the parkway. As a matter of fact, I was doing something else with my OG, double OG, triple OG, DJ Harden, Harry of the Haitian All-Stars. We were in Bed-Stuy, you know what I'm saying, Throw, throwing some good festivities for the people of Bed-Stuy, sir. So, no, I was not participating in any Labor Day uh, Parkway activities. Gotcha. Because I'm a good but, person. I did my yeah. due diligence. Yeah. Especially with the variants going around. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm I don't, I'm not trying to turn this to a COVID conversation. No, it's not, but you can't escape it. it. Yeah, it is the reason why they shut down Juve this year. They just want um, right. the city is very strong compared to pretty much the rest of the United States on how to deal with COVID and making sure that we have uh, lower hospitals visitations and more uh, people increasing, getting sure, making sure they're vaccinated. So yeah, I think New York is doing a pretty good job. I, I, I definitely agree. I know pretty soon we're going to have that requirement, that, that uh, COVID requirement in order to enjoy many different facilities such as gyms, rest, indoor restaurants. Um, I know that there's a professional wrestling thing happening in a couple weeks. AEW is going to be over at Arthur Ashe Stadium over in Queens, Bastion, you know, the tennis yeah. tennis stadium. and. You know, the, Which they are currently having the U.S. Open right now. Correct. And, yes, those um, COVID uh, regulations are in effect fully by that time. I believe it's going to be September 15th is when that show is going to start. I know WWE is going to be in Madison Square Garden. And once again, yes, COVID regulations are going to be a thing. So 
hey, you know, this this is the new incentive to get people vaccinated. I mean, it's working on some of my friends who are a bit skeptical or who are skeptical. But now also, because we really didn't talk about this since we had Walter on last week. Shout out to at Walt Rants for coming in last week, talking with us about TikTok. One of the COVID vaccinations, COVID vaccines, which is the Pfizer vaccine, is now FDA approved. It's going to be FDA approved. Well, now it's officially FDA approved, I should say. Yeah. As one positive thing comes out, multiple negative things also comes in, in terms of uh, the, the horse uh, tranquilizer, not the horse tranquilizer, the, the dewormer. Have you been hearing about that? What, <laughs> you know? The deworm? What? Yes, like what people want to use now in terms of uh, skipping or not taking the COVID vaccines. They want to use uh, ivermectin. I saw something about that regarding Joe Rogan, I believe. So it's Briefly. like before Joe Rogan, a couple of, of YouTubers, you know, that's how it is. That's how information gets spread. Through Joe Rogan? Were, no, no, before Joe Rogan. Joe okay. Rogan just kind of like pushed it more forward. But in terms of the conversation with um, I, uh, ivermectin, there's, they're telling people, oh, like you could use this because apparently there's like different styles of it without getting into details so people could take it. Like, do not take it. It's not FDA approved. Just get the vaccine or stay home, mat, double mask up if necessary. But that's kind of the craze that's going on right now. So uh, people that have horses that really do need it, they go to the store and it's sold out because regular people are buying it for themselves. So instead of taking the vaccine They're because they don't trust it, horse they tranquilizers. Rather... No, not tranquilizers. That's, okay. it's not, we're not, not ketamine, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's what ketamine is. All right, cool. But, All right, you know, jeez, man. Uh, this is ivermectin, ivermectin, which is a horse dewormer where, you know, if you have, like, worms in your body. Parasites. I Okay, yeah. and, and why do they think this is a good idea to, to battle against COVID? No, it's one of those things. When someone with lack of credentials or maybe a doctorate credentials will say, oh, don't do this, do this instead, with zero backing of evidence, uh, information flows that direction. Oh, man. Well, and this is the generation that would eat Tide Pods, too, so I have no hope. Well, I, I won't say it was the younger generation. I always feel like it's more of an older generation that will do the most. It's like they weren't. It's like they forgot, right? It's like they forgot you grew up during a time where more vaccines were being created because the technology was better. True, and you had to take vaccines in order to 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 go to school. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's becoming this kind of backwards thing where people are going around saying like, "No, we don't need uh, medical." advancements to protect ourselves we, we, we could protect ourselves using other things and that's the problem bashing with the internet okay everyone has an opinion everyone is an expert the earth is flat although this scientist is telling you otherwise yeah it, it's a it's a big pain it is a big pain bro but uh, other than that I'm, I'm glad that you're doing well i'm hanging in there i'm not gonna lie it's been it's been a stressful week Thankfully, it's Thursday now, and tomorrow will be Friday, and then I get my first ever three-day vacation, three-day break because of that federal holiday. Unfortunately, we do not get Rosh Hashanah off because no longer in school, but 
I remember my mom working at a Jewish law firm, and sh- she would get those holidays off. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, all that stuff. All yeah, of it. I think schools are, I think the only day is like Thursday and Friday. Yeah, which, see, I never understood that because I don't know if you remember this, but when we would go back to school, a lot of the time, if it was like high school or even middle school, I remember high school starting on like a Thursday, then we have the Friday, come back on a Monday. I was just like, it just never made sense to me. Like, why can't we just start fresh on the Monday, have the whole week, instead of like having kids go back to school on a Thursday, then Friday, and then I, I sort of fall back into the, oh, yeah, summer vacation. And then that Sunday night is when I actually like buckle down because the first two days of school, you're not really doing much. Yeah, I, I know what you mean in terms of um, the energy that we're kind of wasting just chilling it feels like a second vacation that's why i always have a problem with like the second winter vacation midwinter recess Mid, yeah midwinter recess is not good for you yeah. hey it, well we're not in school anymore so i understand yes totally get it but back yeah. then oh loved midwinter recess and i think the reason being was because there was like president's day and then there's like a blinken's birthday and then there was like faculty stuff too, so you got that you got that week off in yeah. February. <laughs> yeah, the older you get, you realize that vacations are are done badly in the United States, mm. and hence like <laughs> well for like, workers, like for, if you actually have like a job. No, yeah. Oh, I was talking about for kids. Oh, but, kids! But, like, yeah, you had too much vacation. Is, yeah, too yeah. There it goes. The kids have too much vacation. Yeah. They shouldn't have two or three months off. In a row, it should be at maximum three weeks, then you're back to school. Then you could just do, like, you know, throughout the year, just three, three right. weeks or two weeks. Right. And I'll say yep. this, Bastion, yeah. having having dealing with that for, like, what, 12 years of our lives and then going on to college and us having, you know, certain holidays off and all that stuff, too, it legit kind of messed up how I view work a little bit, especially, like, corporate America now because – they gave me like a, uh they gave you well they gave me a a holiday list a holiday calendar of days that we get off so I'm like we not we don't get indigenous genocide day off like we don't get that day off although we talk crap about it all the time or like veterans day or like election day or you know we don't get midwind to recess what's going on here and meanwhile yeah. Walter's the, the teacher so he gets all of that off so I'm just low key looking at him like lucky (laughs) yeah that's kind of the what we're in right now especially there's no federal laws compared to other countries where give us a little more space to have fun but yeah that's essentially it but you know as long as you're chilling you're gonna take that that break you're gonna sleep off your you know get your hours back (laughs) yeah definitely the energy oh what i'm gonna do this weekend i'm i'm already gonna start uh, shopping for some fall clothes because Labor Day weekend also means Labor Day sales. So taking advantage of those discounts. So going to get some new clothes, maybe some new Tims. I don't know. Definitely a leather jacket, though. Got to have a new leather jacket. Yeah. Nice jacket or a windbreaker. Yeah, windbreakers, too. You can never go wrong with that. Or bomber jackets. I know bomber jackets are huge this time of the year. Yeah, yeah. Considering looking for just maybe buying two more new shoes to re- you know redo my sneaker collection, so mm. see what I'm looking looking into. Maybe something cheap. 
under 50 bucks. Aldo. Aldo does that. Yeah. Double check. But, uh, let, let's get into music. This whole podcast or and radio show is going to be about music, people. So, sorry in advance. So, let's kick this off with an album that, to me, I don't think is getting enough love. I think it's it's getting highly critiqued and i and i don't i honestly don't understand why i mean i understand the perspective because lord has been this phenom ever since she was 16 back in 2013 right and she was she was a pop anti-pop act to me at least mm-hmm. and as she grew older um her sound started to change her sophomore album was widely regarded as well and then now her third album, which is Solar Power, just came out about a week ago, and it's been it hasn't been getting the best reception. It's get it's been getting a, a lackluster reception, and I personally don't understand why, because I think, and this I guess this is me getting older. It's something that you've always said. It's it's not the album, but it's how you listen to the album. Mm-hmm. So. With an album like Solar Power and having Lord's Cheeks out like that, literally, as the album cover, I assumed what we would be getting, especially after listening to her first single, which is called Solar Power, I assumed that we would be getting a summertime, like sunset sort of mellow, chill, hang out with your friends, watch the sunset, by the waterfront, smoke a J type of album. And that's exactly yeah. what I got. And I wasn't mad at it at all. Like I don't I don't go to work listening to this album. I go home listening to this album. Like I study to this album. You know what I'm saying? Like when I want to go to sleep, I'll put on this album. If I want to relax and meditate, I put on this album. I don't try and turn up to this album at all because that's not what it is. It's a it's a relaxer. It's a calmer. It's a downer. Intentionally. To me at least. It captures that that sunset, that like that summer evening vibe. To me at least. No, but that is your opinion, yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, put put some confidence in your opinion, bro. Yeah, you're right then. That's how I feel. Yeah. And this exactly. album's good. Yeah. Y'all just hating. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm not gonna say that. Because I'm hating. You hating? Yeah, this album sucks. You didn't like it? No, it's not good. It's not good at all. You don't like it at all? I like. No. I liked it. It's I, like fine. everything you described. It's like it's like the album's like the chill, the vibe out and stuff. Like no, that's that comes off like a Lana Del Rey album. Like that out, al- though her albums could come off with that type of energy. Not listening because, to her. No, the singing, the the lyrical content, the orchestra, the way the music is presented. This solar power sounds like. The first time I heard it straight through, the first album I thought about was Frank Ocean's Endless, right? Oh, the one that he, he released on Apple Music. Yeah. Then two years later, he released the CD Quality. Right. So Endless is one of my favorite projects. It, it within itself sounds like just a, a, a piece of artwork uh, layered down, stripped, but still has its own conscious. So Solar Power comes off as the same thing for me, but it's an album. You know, if I just got endless, I would be disappointed if that's all I was getting for the next five years compared to like we got endless, then we got blonde and, you know, everything is balanced out. 
We remember so you can that. enjoy Endless as this extra project, but you know, view it as an album once you're ready mentally. Uh, Solar Power essentially is the album. Its script is layered. Sometimes it sounds unfinished. Uh, lyric con- I didn't like her lyrics. You didn't all. like the cicadas? You ain't like none of that? No, I, I actually didn't. You know, and I, I actually more or less studied it last week because I thought we'll have more time to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in my notes, I kind of like point to that, like some of the lyrics just felt boring, could have been rewritten. As an artist that's already in her third album, you know, mm-hmm. has something a little bit mature because this album is mature. It is. I'm. I'm not going to say that she didn't grow up or anything. Like this album is mature. Even the first song is like, "Don't look to me as like, you know, where you're going to put your sad energy on me. You know, don't mm-hmm. put your sad energy on me. I, I'm. I'm not going to do anything with it. And that's pretty cool. But you know, maybe if the song is better, I would care about it more. And then you know, you go down the list all the way to the end of the album. I'm like, mm. it was consistently I- that energy. Which I didn't mind because I'm not, like I said, Bastion, I'm not, I'm not doing anything crazy with with this album on. I'm I'm just relaxing with it, and that's why yeah. I, I I it's not to me it's not the best album from her catalog, but I don't mind it as much as many people can't stand it. Mm, yeah, I I don't know. I I just thought it wasn't that interesting, and that's uh, fair. I would like to compare it to Endless. I, it's funny because, like I said, I didn't read any Lord reviews until I heard it. And then I was like, ah, this is weird. I wonder what other people said. They and all people thought, hated it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, interesting. But that's how it is sometimes. Like, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad someone enjoys this record. Yeah, uh, it's fine. And she does definitely have a different outer approach on it because it's not marketing compared to like the last album mm-hmm. yeah but it was hey. little to, to no real marketing it was just like hey lord is back and then here's the album cover like damn okay lord i'm interested yeah so uh other than that that's how i feel about it i give it like maybe like a you know a, a five because the subject matter is cool and all but i just don't like how it's lyrically done yeah i'll agree with you it's a five all day yeah what you described it like you liked it i did like, like you it. listened i did like fi- it i did five is it. not a, it's a, mediocre a it's mediocre dude your description is it's average mediocre. it's mediocre it's fine it's cool it's nuts. i feel like you, the way you described it before i did was more of a seven eight whoa really? whoa 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 no no it's definitely not that it's just okay like i don't hate it Seven is okay, you know it, right? Seven Five for is me. not okay. Seven for me. All right, so this is how I grade things. Okay, ten. Yeah. Ten out of ten is some legendary. It's like it. It's moved the needle. It has. It has changed the lexicon on how we view music and all that stuff. Nine is a must listen to. It's a must see. It's a must own. You got to go out and purchase this. Get it immediately. Eight is amazing, awesome. It's great. It's freaking. Oh my God! Then seven to me is—it's a great album. This is great. This is great. How is seven and eight great? Eight is awesome. Seven is great. Then what's nine? Nine is must own, one hundred percent. Pick this up. Buy it now. Purchase it. Buy right now. Get it. Don't well, even. 
And so then what, six, six is like okay. Six is it's above average. And then five yeah. is average. Yeah, Four is below average. Three is trash. Two is garbage. <laughs> One is abomination. That's that's just how I rate things. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. So you rate seven out of ten as good? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's listenable. There are tracks that you skip and tracks that you go back and listen to. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I look at. Five is something that's like like, if it's fifteen songs, you like like maybe five songs out of it. Hmm. You know, that's the way I look at five. Like it's still listenable, but you're not gonna go back to it. Anything like three, two, one, that's like you're not going back to this project ever again. I'm not gonna lie, I only listened to this three times. I have no interest in going back to it, though. But it's fine. I listened to it a couple of times. I have friends that recommended it to me. So when I checked mm. it out, I was like, mm, don't recommend it. To other That's but fair. Yeah. So let's go on with the next album review. Yes. Is it is it considered an album bash? Um, Anything that I could find on, like, my, like, on Tidal. I will consider it an album. All right. So the new West Side Gun album is here. It it came out Friday. Yeah. And hey, what should I? What more can I say about a West Side Gun project that y'all don't already know? It's West Side Gun, drug rap, coke rap, flashy coke racket, coke and drug rap, wrestling references, dope ass features. That's about it. It's it's West Side Gun. You know what you're going to get. It's a solid project. It's a good addition. That that's it. Honestly. Did he, did you ever find out why he named he names the series Hitler wears Hermes? No. He's your favorite Griselda artist, not mine. I never checked that out. Do you know uh, why? No, he's not my favorite artist. I said or, Griselda artist. Yeah, out of the three, but I'm not right. going I'm not like digging in research and i just thought it was very interesting oh yeah i I don't know i like i listened to his interviews but i don't think anyone ever asked him or i haven't found like the interview where you describe it Mm. but like who made the sunshine was cool and like pray for paris is cool this is i'm talking about like recent stuff because he's dropping projects left and right so you know this is uh the first his first project in 2021 i'm assuming yes it is and i was like you know i listened to it like all right cool you know that that's all I could get from it. Yeah, I think it's cool. more listens in a better condition mentally for me might I might be able to give a better review, but this isn't something like a new landscape, you know. Yeah, it doesn't push the needle. It's Griselda, but also it's West Side Guns, so you know what you're getting here. Yeah, exactly. You got exactly what you're listening to, so it's it's nothing to mentally break down. Exactly. Give me that drug rap, give me them drug bars, give me them wrestling references. Give me some fire ass beats. Let me get some dope features. That's it. That's all I need. And I'm good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here it is. Do you want to take a break first? No, let's keep going. You sure? I got I got songs here. That if you're playing songs from the album, it's not necessary. All right, fine. Jump into it. All right. We're not even gonna get to the album yet. We're not even gonna get to the to Donda the album yet because we have to we have to stick to the script here. First, we're going to get to the third album listening party in Chicago. Bastion, you saw this, yes? 
Yes, I did. I did live. not see it live because I was sick of it already because I think I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago that my theory was this album isn't going to come out. What Kanye West is going to do, he's just going to tour this album as a listening party. He's going to tour all over America. He's going to tour all over Europe. The Donda, Donda, the listening party, the listening party album, blah, 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 right? But we will never actually physically get this album at all. We're not going to be able to stream it. Kanye's just going to play it for us every tour date that he has. That was my theory he's done something like that in the past just to throw some easy knowledge uh he i, I think maybe it's a nine screen movie experience that he did he kind of made a movie for it for what Jesus? Uh, no i think this is probably before Jesus or after Jesus. i don't remember what era he made the movie for but it was an experience where you had to do it in person. Like he wouldn't release the like he may make separate music just for this like movie thing that he did back then when he wanted to become a movie director. Uh, before he switched into fashion, and like that was one of those projects that he's like you could only watch it then then and there, and it was just never released. So he's done something like that similarly where he dropped something and it's like he, I think he I don't know how many locations he's did. To show the project, but that was it. Like you couldn't find a project elsewhere afterwards. Mm. Yeah. So, so your theory stands corrected. Like it could have happened. Thank you, thank you, Bastion. I know I wasn't wilding. So here's yeah. what happened, right? I went to sleep and then I wake up, right? And I see Twitter, t- Twitter trending as usual, and especially about the the new Kanye listening. Um, listening party or whatever. And I see this man's on fire. Like literally he's on fire. There, there is a new verse for, for jail featuring the baby. There is a, a Marilyn Manson feature and there was a Senshia verse. There, there was, you know, just new layers added to different tracks that we've heard. We've heard certain people were, um, were cut out initially of 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 certain songs and certain people added on um i saw him levitate again um bastion so so what was your take on the third and final donda listening party well listening to part one part two and part three i like to say they're all different and they're all presented differently as well. The yes. first one felt like a, a demos listening party. It's like, hey, this is what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. The second one felt more like the album in terms of like, oh, this is a finished product project because he was rapping more, right? He was actually spitting some verses. So we're like, oh, okay. So maybe he is like, he does know how to rap. Maybe the because in the first one he he didn't rap much at all, so everybody's like, oh, maybe he doesn't want to rap anymore, which is fine too. Then we get to the third one. I disagree with that, but go on. What him rapping? Yeah. What he doesn't like to rap? No, he doesn't want to rap anymore. Oh no 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 no! Like compared to the first show, it sounds like that because he was harmonizing a lot more. Right. Going back to the original Hurricane, because he put his. uh, 
he did the hook for it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more, you know, uh, generated uh, synth harmon- harmonization for it. Then we get to the third listen, and it feels like a complete project. The problem is it was going on for too long, and I was exhausted. Yeah. I mentally wasn't prepared for how long it is. Now I'm prepared mentally and know how to deal with the, the length of the album. But it's like, you know, was it All Eyes on Me by Tupac, yes. which is a double album? Double LP, yes. Yeah. So it's like getting into it as a kid, you, you see the track listing, but you don't know what a double album feels like until you get to the end of it. Right. You know, same thing with uh, Biggie's last album, right? That was the double Life LP. After Death 2. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. That's a double LP. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Outcast, double LP. Uh, yes. Speaker Box and Love Below. Yes. But that was different. It's really just two albums. Mm-hmm. But so, those those albums, Bastion, I will say those were marketed as double albums, though. Exactly. So I, a retired Yeezy stan, uh, always said Kanye needs to drop a double album because it'll be really good. The problem is this is not a double album. This is just one really long ballad. He breaks it down into parts, though, Bastion. To be fair. I don't believe it. You don't You don't believe the, the part one, part two theory? No, it's not. Because we have to go back to the listening party. Okay. You listen to listening party one yes. to N3, you realize he changed a lot of things around. Hence, they can't be a theory because of how we heard the original project. They can be a theory... If you're like Kid Cudi, right? Kid mm-hmm. Cudi knows how to break it down. Man of Moon 1, 2, and 3 is literally a script. If you look at the back of the album cover, he breaks it down for you. And he explains it for you too as well. Like Kanye does have a like a grandiose idea per project. But because of how he was showing each show from 1, 2, and 3, it, it wasn't the same thing at all. There is no, um, what we'll call this... Uh, Parts. This full theater piece of parts and stuff. Uh, to me, I saw once I listened to Heaven and Hell, right? It felt like uh, it felt like a closure to the past fourteen tracks that we've been listening to, and then once it went straight to Donda, right? I thought this was like another opening, but you know, now listening to what you were saying. Uh, Donda can also be a like another interlude, if you will. It's like a nice break from what you just heard into now, which is the second half of this album. Yeah. It's uh like I said, it's an experience. Mm. And what were your thoughts on the theatrics of the third listening party with him allegedly being in fire and Kim Kardashian being in this covered in this white veil looking like Casper the friendly ghost and certain and certain artists being dropped and added on and what what is your just whole take on that within itself other than it it was just long yeah, uh, it's all about the artistry. I think it was fine uh, because of how the first show was just him just standing in Atlanta and everybody's just watching him. Yes. I, I thought, like, damn, I feel sad for the people that went to the first show because they got a boring show. 
You didn't like him in his red, just, you know, running around? Well, we didn't know. I, yes, but when you compare all three together, it becomes boring. Mm. You understand? So yeah. in terms of, like, the second show, he had this, like, cool art installation. You know, he had, like, things, like, maybe pieces of clothing, and he's, like, lying on the floor. And then he kind of changing the vibe for song. And then the third one, he got a crowd of people, everybody kind of dancing to the beat. Like, they all had things they had to do. Yeah, people were running in a circle the yeah. whole night, which that yeah. must have been exhausting. Yeah, they did run for maybe, like, I would call it the second, the second hour. They did a lot more running. Yeah. That's, so a, that's hella that cardio. Yeah, but in, in general, it's like, if I went to show two or show three, I would have had like a much better experience compared to going to like show one, which I'm just like watching and waiting. I guess he was more on time for show two and show three compared to show one where he was like super duper late. I remember that one, Bash. I remember so, that one vividly. So just going on this, uh, the way he did it, it's the, it's the first of its kind. No one else could have done it. Only Kanye would could have done it. Oh, absolutely. Which is why I gave that theory of the album wasn't even supposed to be out yet. But hey, whatever. Yeah. So I I, I do think it's very very interesting. Uh, just to go and talk about like what made a lot of people upset is like the Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. uh, being there and uh, the baby being getting a verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody's very reactionary. That's just the way we are uh, as a society yes. today. Uh, we don't let things like mellow for a bit before reacting. We we we're instantaneous. Hence, we do the same thing too. Yes. Uh, so people are reacting like he replaced. And the theory that we kind of discussed is like Jay Z asked not to be on the song with the baby because the the baby and Megan um, the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. And right. That's probably not even true. Uh, it's probably that he just had the extra verse because Kanye felt super bad for him. And you could see it in the text that he did on Instagram. It's like, oh, I'm not going to allow people to make you fail, right? So he probably just gave him room. Like, I, in my opinion, see? the way that text look, it's like, wow, this is the most piteous verse I've I've ever seen. And see, and this this concludes my theory of of black people not being ready to, to cancel the baby yet because he was in Summer Jam. He's in Kanye's album, all the white people stuff, Lollapalooza and all that. They got him the F up out of here. Black people? No, not yet. I think the cancellation is, uh, I can. I think it misrepresents what's going on in social media versus what's going on in like the real world. So like there's no real, there's no such thing as cancellation, in my opinion. There is like a, 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 a domino effect mm-hmm. of like how you're getting, uh, income like income in different fields mm. and aspects like blacklisting but, uh, i no it's not blacklisting that that in particular is like no you you've done something outrageous like just disgusting morally disgusting blacklisting would be like if someone just doesn't like you anymore and they make sure that you can never get a check that's like what Monique. i look at it exactly but this isn't blacklisting. This is something like he morally did said something disgusting about uh, people that have HIV. Right. Which was unwarranted, it, by the way. Well, super unwarranted. Like mm-hmm. it just like when you hear it, you're just kind of just baffled that he even say, said that. Uh, right. So, it, no, he's just been. You no, know, you don't you don't want to throw him in the same box as uh, Boozy, but he, just off of that, you just throw him in the same box as Boozy. Just like, right. 
someone just says nonsensical things that thinks he's right all the time. It's like, no, bro. Sometimes you can just shut up and yeah. you'll be fine. But uh, that was kind of the biggest, craziest thing that happened that night. Um, but other than that, it's just a more sharper tuned uh, second show. So we did get verses where things were missing, like Kid Cudi wasn't on Moon and people were complaining. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I think, but, and I think we got a, like a clearer version of what um, Hurricane is. Yes, which is featuring one Abel Tesfay, which is the weekend, and yeah. Lil Baby, who I swear to you, he's he's really coming into his own fashion. He's definitely one of the new leaders of this of this decade. And he's really been putting in this work. Albums yeah. he's been on, album features, the the joint album he had with Lil Durk. Lil Baby is out here, and people should take notice. So that's that's pretty much all I want to say about the third show. It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. It was too long for me because um, I was super exhausted that day. Mm-hmm. And like after I saw like the fire and and the kardashian thing it's like all right this is cool no no child left behind all right i think i'm done for tonight thank you because mm-hmm. no child left behind is like an amazing song mm-hmm. but like if you're not prepared for like the one hour and 48 minutes of music it just becomes this like very boring song that is fair and and that kind of comes to pretty much my conclusion is like this is a very long album Yes. So you might miss a lot of good songs because of whoa, whoa. your concentration. Are right, you going too fast there, Bashan? Okay, we we got it. So, no, no, no. This is like one of those this. movies. I have to talk about the end so we could talk about the beginning. Okay. So we could talk about the concentration. Like some songs are really good, oh, and no. some songs you just need to have the energy for it because it's near, near the later half. That is very <laughs> true. But but I, I did want to say what happened when the album actually did come out. Yeah, all right. So yeah, recreate that. Break, break that on the Sunday. Oh, dude. All right. I'll never forget this as long as I live. So Sunday comes, right? Sunday, August 29th, right? Seven o'clock in the morning. I'm still a morning person. I don't know why. I wake up, right? I'm scrolling through the socials. I'm just checking what everyone is up to. I'm chilling. I'm relaxing. You know, it's a lazy Sunday, right? Eight o'clock rolls around, right? And I'm doing nothing, you know, still in my bed, still on my phone, watching some stuff on YouTube. And I'm scrolling Facebook and I see this article from Complex, right? And it's talking about Kanye West's Donda. And it said, Kanye West recently just dropped Donda at 8 o'clock a.m. August 29th. Um, and I was just like, wait, 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 wait. What? Kanye West just dropped Donda at 8 o'clock a.m. June, I'm sorry, August 29th, 2021. And I was just like, okay, I'm going, I went straight to the streaming service, went to Apple. It was the number one. It was the the prime feature on the browse list. Check Spotify. I just searched it up on Spotify. It was there. So then the first thing I did, did I listen to the album first? No. I called Bastion. It's like, Bastion, this is not a drill. 
It's out. And he knew exactly what I meant, too. And that's what made it great. He was like, oh, word. He was, and I think you were like, I think you were working, too, right? No, no. It was a Sunday. I wasn't working. I was just busy with something. Okay, cool. So I didn't have, like, I didn't pick up my phone. I was on, like, my iPad. Yes. And when I call and then, Bastion, it's yeah. important. Okay? Yeah. So I told Bastion, hey, it's out. I'll everyone know on, on my Instagram, like, yo, this is not a drill. It's out. And what I did was I took the, the headphones that Bastion gave me because they were really good headphones. And, you know, track one. And I played it. And then I stopped at Heaven and Hell. Then I marinated it in it for, like, a nice hour. Then I went back to part two. Well, I thought was part two. Went to Donda. And I played the rest of it. So as I finished part one, right, immediately social media goes into storm about this album, right? And I kid you not, Bastion, it was nine o'clock. And I'm already seeing people say the album is whack. An hour into the day, an hour into the release, and people saying the album's already whack. That is impossible. That is dishonest. That is trolling. And that bothered me. Because you know why, Bastion? Do you know why, Bastion? Oh, I was going to give you the space then say, this is why. Yeah, why? Why? (laughs) Because what I was hearing, what I was hearing, Bastion, was what I wanted, what you've wanted, what we've all wanted, Jesus is King to be. Because Jesus is King was whack. In Kanye's term, in Kanye's standards, he did not live up to what Jesus as King could have been. But this album right here, this album, Bastion, this album moved me. Some of these tracks brought me to tears, man. Tears. I felt anointed. Some tracks I felt like I was going to church, which was kind of cultish and weird. Oh, no. It's, uh, yeah, he definitely... That's a very interesting way to put it. King Jesus is King. This kind of overtly religious album. Yeah. Like he he could he could give it to he could give it to the fans without maybe selling not I won't do the term selling off, selling out, but like it's just se- making it, felt, it too focused. Yeah, it felt like disingenuous heady. to me. And that shouldn't be the thing with Kanye West when it comes to like his religious beliefs because he's done it before and he's done it a lot better than what Jesus is King was. He's done it better in a whole entire song than that album to me, at least. Yeah. So let's discuss the album. Let's, let's start it off. Um, First song, Donda, the chant, (laughs) not going to lie to you. I immediately thought of Panda. When 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 Selena Johnson kept saying Donda Donda Donda, I went Panda 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 Panda. But jokes aside, the Donda chant, you know, it felt it felt spiritual. It felt um, tribal in a way. It felt like um, she was calling upon the spirit of one Donda West, who was Kanye West's late mother. Which y'all know the backstory about Miss Donda West. We ain't even got to get into that, but you all know. And if you don't know, Google it. It's been 10 plus years by now. 
What is yeah. your thoughts on Donda? No, it's just like it's just uh, I would call it the track that starts off the energy of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the I'll call it like the vibe check, mm. like a, a quick reminder of what what's about to come. And boy, did jail come? Yeah. And I didn't expect them to make this track like the first song because this was originally the last track. Mm -hmm. Um, Last time they played it, the first time they played it, it was the last track. So like they ended the album on jail. Yes. So for them, Jay Z being the big reveal, like oh, Jay and Kanye are like cool, we think, but you know they're on a track together. Yeah, and I do find this song interesting because of like the the like this triumphant light uh light organ heavy organ mm-hmm. synthesizer and Kanye singing because Kanye does a lot of singing in this album and it's probably mm-hmm. his best singing. Yes, uh, it's, especially it, it it's not that heavily influenced with auto tune. It's a lot. It's really natural too. So maybe you got some teachers teaching him how to sing very well. Yes. And like the 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 music, I'll be honest, we all liars. I'm pulled over and I got priors. Guess we going down. Guess mm-hmm. who's going to jail? And it's hilarious. Yeah, in my opinion, this is like how you start the album. I got priors. I guess guess who's going to jail tonight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, that song to me was about Kanye putting himself in court or or the public putting Kanye in court or are on trial if you will and his priors are like his past um judgments that we've put on him which you know comes from the maggot stuff and slavery was a choice and and that bizarre presidential um press that he had that bizarre presidential conference that he had that and him breaking down all of that stuff i think he's put i think that whole song is him putting himself up on trial as well as the public putting himself on trial. And he's saying, Hey, you know, um, even though all that stuff did happen, you know, God's still on my side. I still have God with me. Yeah. I I won't even say like on trial. I just like getting arrested. That's the way I look at it. Mm. It's like, you know, even the first verse, like violence in the night priors. Do you have any product? You know, it's like just getting pulled over. It's like, all right, that's it. You know, we we check your record. You're going to jail right now. <laughs> uh, if it was on trial, it's like, yeah, there'll be a little bit more discussion. It's like, nope, jail now. Um, how did you feel about him saying single life isn't so bad? No, it's fine. Um, I I thought that was pretty interesting, mm-hmm. especially this like in terms of like the album. A jail is a good way to start it especially with that line because mm-hmm. when you get to the end of the album it, it he kind of breaks down a little bit more right on this uh relationship he has with his uh, future ex-wife i say mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still in the process right but it, it's like it, it, it it's interesting because there's a little there's a little light but this is a darker song in my opinion mm. you know it's chanting it it has this uh light verses it's very short like guess who's getting X'd? Like next, guess mm-hmm. who's getting X'd? Uh, you know, you made a choice that 
you're bad single life ain't so mad ain't so bad mm-hmm. so yeah it's like that's part of probably like the funniest thing there but it's it's pretty it's pretty uh dark mm, yeah i think it's compared think, to jay-z's verse right yeah how did you feel about hove have, being the first person to actually like come with bars in this whole album i was like yeah the, the first person you hear is hove yeah so like even hove's verse for what i see this song is like this could have just been just kanye it's been like a very short track mm-hmm. but like what I feel like Hove did to the song is like kind of put a little bit more light mm-hmm. to the darkness that Kanye was starting the track with. Yeah, you know, little small jokes is mm-hmm. like Hova and Jesus, like Moses and Jesus. You know, yeah, you're not part. in control of my thesis. You already know I think about think pieces. Woo! So hate it, y'all it, think pieces. You know why? Because you take an hour to listen to an hour and forty eight minute album and you hate it already so that's why we don't like it think pieces <laughs> and it's it just it like i said he, he adds the light to this track absolutely the braille line is freaking sick love that line yeah um i know people were kind of like joking on him like god in my cell that's, that's my cell silly <laughs> made an image of god that's a selfie come on i liked it <laughs> don't have to see you to touch you this is what braille looked like so yeah that's how this is how like the the album begins you can only imagine in the third listening party instead of hearing hope you hear the baby and you know the crowd don't like the baby at the moment so right it it, it did turn off a lot of people in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show um i thought it was kind of heartwarming and touching that that um Hove was talking to Kanye's mom. Thought that was thought that was pretty heartwarming. Yeah, so that's why I said like this makes a lot more sense. This could have ended the album as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I did have a small thing I would like to say at the end of the show, but yeah. So yeah, that's jail. Then you go to the next track. I know God breathed on this. I know God breathed on this. I know God breathed on this. I know God, which is which is housey, which has got some bounce to it. Um, I, I like to I like to think it's a mixture of his elements from from Jesus and Pablo and even 808s and Heartbreaks. And um, I know some people have have uh, has an has a problem. I'll say with it's this more track. of a Jesus 808. I won't say the Pablo. Pablo's like more. Ma- well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Pablo's more of a, I'm a man. I'm I'm a man, and like he's just more like this is God, this, this is God, that. Mm-hmm. This is like tell the, the separate the difference of what each Kanye West album is. Fair enough. Featuring Vori, by the way. Vori pretty much carried out throughout throughout yes. this entire album, which is pretty cool. Yes, um, I like I like the the part where he says it's okay not to be okay. Like I like that part. Because, you know, we all have those moments where we're not okay. And he's saying it's okay if you're not okay. It's human to 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 have those feelings. I like that. I felt that. Um, I, I really like the, the bar. God, the son, all the glory. God, the father. Like, like Maury. Maury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew I knew like that was that was going to stick out for for some people. So I'm glad you brought that up because. I always chuckle when he says that. Yeah, it's it just so like the thing about Kanye West bars, 
what I always say about a lot of people, like some bars are very predictable. Mm-hmm. Kanye puts things that, like, no one's really thinking. Like, yeah, that that works, but no one's no one's saying that. So you know, the whole Swahili line mm-hmm. from Jesus, like, that's just funny. Like, no one's no one's going to say that. Doesn't you know? Do whatever you want. Right. Uh, but I'm a big fan of how the song ended. Mm. That's kind of why you kind of said 808s and Heartbreaks because it yes. felt that um, choir approach, heavy synthesizer approach, and they kind of removed the drums in the end. Then they brought it back in. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, you know, and that's kind of how like the song ends. Right. I know some people had a problem with like the length of that song and it, and people said people have said hey it could have like could have ended it a couple minutes before and it would have been fine but you know i had no problem with it so i do have a uh, a comment on that mm-hmm. it sounds better like when like if you're vibing to it cool it should have ended so you could listen to off the grid but <laughs> if you listen to this in the state right the way right. kanye concerts work is like most songs are much longer than the album so like uh like on site right for example yes if he's performing on site the sample with the the choir goes much much longer compared to the album no it's like five seconds on the album then goes back to on site but when he's doing the concert he pretty much plays the entire sample much much longer and then he goes back to on site so it kind of works the same way like if you watch this song breathe on god breathe it could this like the outro could go for an extra like eight minutes as like rest period time in order to prepare you for the next song Mm. that's the way you know electron you know like electronic music like you just bumping to the same beat for like six minutes it's what that's okay. how I feel about some of these songs when it kind of extends a little long. It's like, no, it sounds really good in like a, a concert environment. Okay. I like how you explained that. I like how you explained that. I'm all in. <laughs> I convinced you. Yeah. You convinced me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. I thought it was fine. <laughs> and as someone that's seen half a Kanye West show, mm-hmm. uh, that's been trying to see his shows for years. Fully. I, I've seen like a lot of um, you know, live performances, festivals that they showed, and it's kind of common. Right. Uh, that, that's kind of what he likes to do. And I think most artists should do that. They should have like ways to extend their beat so they could like breathe and drink water mm-hmm. and not just like just turn off the, the music while we're just waiting around. Right. I think it's stupid. Or have like, different you know, versions of their song. Exactly. Like, like Tyler on, like, does. Yeah, exactly. Like Tyler. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just have to find a space for you to breathe. Mm-hmm. Extend the song extra five minutes if you need to. <laughs> Make sure the fire is coming. Make sure like you're prepared for the next track list. But God Breathe, beautiful song. Beautiful Great song. ending in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting way to bring into the next song. One of the highlights of this the biggest, album. Yeah, one of the, the shocking highlights. Because we knew, I think everybody knew for years, Hurricane when it eventually comes out, will probably be the best song ever. But, but uh, then... Off the Grid. Yes. Okay. Very interesting. So I'll, I'll let you take over Off the Grid. All right. We're gonna, I'm going to break this up into to two different sections here because this song is basically two different sections within itself. The first section, right, was led by 
Playboy Cardi, right? And it's sort of this, um, I'd like to think of Off the Grid as this horror-esque sort of dark vibe that we're getting first, right, from this track. The, the, the drums, heavy drums. Um, we, have, we have like what sounds to be like a choir in the background, but it's, it's very ominous and it's very dark and it's something straight out of like a horror film. And then we have Playboy Cardi coming in first. Well, after Kanye saying we're off the grid, 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 off the grid, grid, grid. Then we had Playboy Cardi coming in. And Playboy Cardi with these kinds of drums, with this kind of bass, with this kind of ominous um, choir in the background, killed it. It was great. It was amazing. Then the chorus kicks in again. Then all of a sudden... There's like a nice beat switch up, but the blend was perfect because we got straight into the UK drill beat. And then all of a sudden, Brooklyn's own Fabio Foreign. That's right, Mr. AAA gave us the, the verse of a lifetime. I didn't know this man had it in him. Okay. He... He has great potential. I like him on a couple of tracks. I enjoy... I, I enjoy some of his songs, all right? I enjoy Big Drip. I enjoy Clueless with Polo G and, and, and uh, Pop Smoke. I enjoy Fabio's records, but I never heard Fabio go off like this. Like, I, I don't, I've never heard it. I'm sure a lot of you haven't heard it, but like, bruh, it's sort of like we saw Fabio Foreign level up in front of our very eyes and we heard it with our very ears and it was crazy. And I thought... Damn, all right, I thought this track was done, but I forgot. This is a Kanye West album. This is a Kanye song. Then all of a sudden, Kanye West comes in, and he's rapping his ass off. And it was that moment where I was like, damn, yo, Kanye West is back. Because we haven't heard this from Ye in a long time, Bastion. In a long-ass time, Bastion, where he had that that itch again to, to rap, okay? And I'm talking like... Like, I'm talking rapping, like, back it was, like, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, okay? 2010, all right? We haven't yeah. heard that in a long-ass time from Kanye, and he did it. We haven't heard that since 2016 with No More Parties in L.A. We haven't heard this in a long-ass time, and Kanye did it, and I'm happy Kanye did it, right? So all you whack rappers can step your game up, because this man ran for president. He had a mental breakdown. He's 40-something now, 44. all right? He's 44. He got, like, five kids. He's married to a Kardashian for now still, and he's still rapping laps around, y'all. You whack rappers. We're tired of y'all whack rappers, okay? Step your ish up. If Kanye could come out with some real rap raw, you can too. I don't care. And that's all and I got to say about Off the Grid. It's he, amazing. And he's, and he's only rapping about Jesus. That's right. He don't even curse crazy. anymore. Which is crazy. He don't curse anymore. He don't do none of that. This is a clean album, by the way, people. Um, it sounds thought, incredible. So one thing I would like to just before we go to the next track, um, what's interesting about Kanye's uh, verse, like Fabio Foreign gives gives us like a great verse in his world, like the drill beat, you know, that's the drill right. beat, the the drill flow. That's him. Kanye gives like this a drill flow as well to match the beat. Because he's matching the energy off the track. That's something I didn't expect him to do. Exactly. Kanye was so, on a drillish beat, yo. So this answer is Kanye does drill, 
and he's able to get in the pocket. And it kind of reminds me of uh, the Rick Ross track he did a long, long time ago called Sanctified. Ah. Where in that song, he was using like the triple speed flow that a lot of Atlanta rappers like it had a chokehold on the game for a very long time, mm-hmm. like the Migos flow. Yes, he did that flow in that song, right? It's probably the only time he's ever done that flow, uh, if I could recall. And it, that's what it reminded me of. Like he did it so well, it sounds great because he did it, but that's not him. But because he did it, it's like, oh, this is this is interesting. So this is how Kanye would sound if he made music in today's landscape, because you know everybody makes similar music at the same time. Yes, which so that's go- what I thought about mm-hmm. when I first heard like him rapping on this this way, uh, because this is bar for bar. Like you could tell, like when you're rapping drill, it's either you rap four lines in a row, stop, then rap the next line, or you're rapping and recording one line at a time. Right. Right. So yeah, I'll tell you this though, Bastion. After I heard that song, I was super. I was I was hype. I love the song. I listened to it three times, but I immediately got mad at Kanye because he proved he could rap like that if he wanted to, but he doesn't. Because why? Like, there's nothing to prove. Like, Kanye has nothing to prove. Of These are just extra songs to, to add to his. This is this is like Stevie Wonder. Paul has Stevie nothing Wonder. to prove if when he raps like that the way he does, and the man is 51. He has nothing yeah. to prove either. But guess what? You know why yeah. he does it? Because he loves the rap game. Because he and cares about better. the rap game. And he gets better. And you know what? He's still schooling you, you whack-ass rappers out there who keeps coming out with trash. You have a 51-year-old man still running laps around, y'all. He don't even need to do this anymore. Both of these men are billionaires. They don't need to do this anymore. But they still do it for the love of it. Okay? Yeah. That's why I got mad yeah. at Kanye. But I was happy he did it. <laughs> Of course, the best line is "Don't don't try to test me. I keep it clean." Yes, but it could get messy. Yes, I talk to God every day. That's my bestie. <laughs> They're playing soccer in my yard. I think it's see messy. And yeah, and then the beat just goes again. The drums kicking. I'm like, oh my god! It's a it's a great song. Oh man, oh. that's Jordan ninety one right there. That's the Bulls ninety one right there. That track, Bulls ninety one. All right, let let's speed up this breakdown a little bit. Okay, Hurricane, <laughs> which is Bulls ninety two. Yeah, so Hurricane is a like. Let me just slowly break. Don't Hurricane's been break. here for a very long time. It's been here since the Turbo Graphics 16 leaks. Yes. Uh, and we've been waiting for the song for a very long time. There's multiple versions. Just go on YouTube and let's just look at the year it drops. So, like, there's a Big Sean edition. Right. Uh, the original Kanye verse. Kanye was cursing back then. No, yeah, it's cursing, but the verse wasn't good. Yeah, fair. Uh, um, the, this verse is a million times better, mm-hmm. which is crazy that he redid the verse and added something new to it. Uh, it's only interesting because he redid the chorus in the first show when it was just heavily synthesizer, and he changed the he changed the words because originally it's like seasons changing, summer starts to leave, autumn falls, and then winter, spring, you know? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I see this in 3D, all lights on me, all lights out for me, lightning strikes the beach. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of insane that he changed a really perfect lyric yes. to a more religious tone, mm-hmm. but it's still perfect. And I was like, damn, like, making music is crazy. And then adding that <laughs> choir to it really just, you know, adds an extra oomph to it. The choir was interesting because 
he uses the choir instead of using a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. And he, like the overall, he does strip down a lot of songs in this album, but he does add a lot of things layered on this album as well. So the mm-hmm. choir is just like this extra synthesizer that uh, he doesn't want to use. Hence, like the weekend gets this beautiful melody to rock on, and then little baby comes in. You know, as you said, he just destroys it, and then Kanye comes in with the. I was like, "What's going on?" Then he just goes off, you know, drop out of school. But I'm the one at Yale. I was like, <laughs> "Like what?" Made the best tracks, still went off the rails. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Again, off the grid was night was ninety one bulls, hurricane ninety two bulls, sixty and- million dollar home, never went home to it. <laughs> I thought was it I thought was it fifty or sixteen. 60, 60 million. Six, six D? Oh gosh. Sixty, yes. Yeah, oh well. And like he's a billionaire. I just love, I just love the way uh, the weekend ends. It. It's like the dawn is bright for me, no more dark for me. But this nigga I, sounded like an angel though, Bashan. He sounded like melted butter, in angel's wings. I could walk on water. You won't shine your light. Um, Demon stuck on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Father, hold me close. Don't let me drown. I know you won't. Like. It's just beautiful. It's exactly. Like, it's he sounded so angelic. Beautiful. The vocals for Abel, he was so angelic. It's just ridiculous how, um, out of all the versions, this is the most holiest. Yeah. And it works. I'm mad. I'm mad it works. <laughs> this mad. is five years in the making. I'm mad. All right, let me, a quick interlude. This is something my little brother Marcus said. What did Marcus like, say? Like, Yes, this album is uh, feature heavy, yes. but there's a lot of greats, but a lot of albums are feature heavy. The problem is like this is done well, and we could give examples of something that you would assume would be good, like for instance, the Gorillas Humans. <sighs> that's that's featured heavy. Way to bring that right? up again. Oh yeah, it's important to bring it up because. You know, we believe, you know, we listen to Demon Days, the Gorillaz, uh first LP, and we assume they know what they're doing when they're getting features. Because Demon Days, they just went off. Like, they got MF Doom, uh, Dale the Funky Homo Sapien, and like, they, he, like, and, uh, you know, De La Soul. Like, they know what they're doing. So it's like, all right. So when you listen to the singles, you got Vince Staples. And uh, what's the song? All My Life. Yes. Land cars and bikes. You know, like when you hear those songs, like, oh, all right, you know, 22 tracks are going to get fire. Mm-hmm. And the whole album's garbage. You know, we listen to DJ Khaled drop garbage after garbage, like three, <laughs> yeah. two, two bad albums in a row. Yeah. And this is his job to take artists and put them together. You're right. Why is Kanye doing this a million times better than everybody else? Well, I mean, because he's Kanye. No, but it, that's kind of embarrassing, don't you think? Because for a feature driven album, Right. Everybody well, plays their part perfectly. That is true, but I refuse to put Luke Kanye in with the likes of one DJ Khaled. They're the same person. No, they are not. They're meant to do the same thing. Combine crossover talent. Okay, listen. Right. I love Travis DJ Khaled. Scott. Okay, but DJ Khaled has, has never given us the 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 discography of a Kanye West. Okay. No, I he understand hasn't. that. But the job of getting multiple artists and putting them in a room and making them work together for like a verse is just insane. Even like hook, getting an artist to sing a hook perfectly, mm-hmm. like calling the weekend up 
wherever he is, like, hey, could you redo this hook? I think you could do it better. Well, yeah, Kanye is way more meticulous. Well, Kanye can be way more meticulous than one DJ Khaled. And you've heard stories of Kanye being that meticulous. You know what's a meticulous track? This track right here. Uh, Praise God. Okay, now that is Bulls 93. Kanye West, Travis Scott, like just having snippets in between their verses. Mm -hmm. You know, My God on Top, La Flame, you know, in the backgrounds. Like these guys know how to just channel that energy together correctly. So when you have the first minute of them going back and forth through like, you know, the ad libs and Connie rapping, Travis Scott saying, then Connie ad lib going back and forth. It sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Then you allow Baby Keem to do whatever you he wants for the next minute and thirty seconds. That's right, and he kills it. Mm-hmm. Love and- this track as well. We played this. We played a, a a version of this about two weeks ago in the intro, but you know, I like the finished version as well. Yeah, and I thought Baby Keem was like. He's 20 years old. He's hungry. Recently released a song with Kendrick Lamar called Family Ties. We'll get into that next week. Do that next uh, week. He, he's hungry. That's, that's all yes. I got to say. All right. Next track, Jonah. What do you want to say about Jonah? Oh, man. Love Jonah. Who's there? It's very emotional. Honestly, Vori on that hook. With that, with that's with that saying right there, it's super emotional for your boy here. That this was one of the tracks that like that got me, okay. Especially with what he was singing, and then Dirk came back again. I mean Dirk, yeah, Dirk came out. Um, Kanye still, Kanye and Jay still brother. I thought it was Jonah. Thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was an uplifting track. I thought it was an uplifting. Sort of, you know, I know life got you down and all that stuff. Um, although you may be going through stuff, we need you to keep fighting. And and although you may not find it fair that, you know, you you're you seem like you're on your own doing this alone. You don't you're not alone because, you know, God is there basically. Right. Yeah. The higher power is there. And I'm not going to lie, Bastion. That one got me. It's so got me. Cause I'm stressed the hell out with this new job and I'm being a freaking manager. And of course, because it's corporate America, I'm being exploited. I'm basically being the manager without getting manager money. So, and I'm, and yeah, that's getting way too personal, but great song. Yeah. Next song is okay. Okay. Now. Okay. Let's get into this. I want to hear what you have to say about this song first. Go. I like it. Okay. But I prefer okay okay part two more. With Senshia. With Senshia. Okay. Like, I love Lil Yadi's verse. Yes. But I thought Senshia may add a little something more different to it. That's the it Caribbean like, in you. Exactly. No, it's not Caribbean. It's just different, you know? That's like the when Caribbean you compare the two. Like I wouldn't add Lil Yadi and put her verse right next to it. Mm-hmm. I think just removing Lil Yadi and having her verse. Would be a little better. But Lil Yachty no, also Lil did a Yachty. great verse too. Nothing against Lil Yachty. I'm just saying, like, okay. once you gave me like two, like, hey, this, I got okay, okay, part one and mm-hmm. part two, which when you like, I said, all right, just put part two mm-hmm. and give Yachty writing credit. You know, he'll still eat. <laughs> uh, okay. But, uh, I I like it. I like it. I was surprised. I I thought it was Rory at one point in time. If you remember Rory. Oh R- yeah, Rory. R-R-Y. Yes. 
know, the, the what everybody called the industry plan back then. I thought he was just compl- very lucky and locked in. Yeah. Uh, Where the hell is Rory now? No idea. No idea. Uh, great artist, too. So I mm-hmm. thought that was him. Then people say it's Lil Yachty, and it was. Yeah, Lil Yachty. Because, he was, because he's rapping in his monotone voice, which he doesn't rap in. Yep. Then And Ruga featuring Fabio Foreign. All right, Bastion, let's get to it. What did you think about Kanye's verse? Let's do it. There is no verse. Yes, he did. What, in the beginning? Kanye oh, yeah, rapped. Yeah. In basically, OK, OK? Yes, basically saying, um, all you rappers sound like me. You got your style from me. You sound like me. Oh, yeah, you got no real identity. You got, exactly. The price went up. Uh-huh. Angel investor. Uh-huh. The price went up. Angel investor. Okay. <laughs> Question. Do you think... This man was referencing anyone, you know, maybe he was speaking in general. I don't know. Maybe was he referencing anyone? Might be dropping an album soon. Friday, the third, oh, maybe. Calls that? himself a, a CBL. I don't know. What do you think? No, uh, not really. I can you see know. why people would be ref- would would have that notion though? Yeah, because people are are, are uh, they like gossip, they oh, like yeah. drama. I forgot you don't like rap beef. No, rap beef is like the worst thing that ever happened to music. All right, beef beef beefing is real, but rap beef is like people die in the back in the back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but uh, no, it's it's not that. It's not a big deal. It's literally just a rapper's trope. It's literally one out of the million rapper tropes that we have in the world where people sound like me. Woke up to people sounding like me. Oh, walk up to, you know, you know mm-hmm. little Cardi, Playboy Cardi song. So, yeah. Okay, fine. So, yeah, okay, okay. Um, Rather replace it with okay, okay, part two. But I wouldn't mind skipping it and removing the song entirely from the album. Fine. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying you want to come in and play play with the goat. You know, he's conferring himself with the goat. You know what I'm saying? Just just saying, you know, he's it's it's very braggadocio. But, you know, it sounds like he's he's talking to, to someone, you know, a certain light skin from Toronto. But that's just me. You know, I'm just going to speculate. All right. Next track is Junior. Junior Watanabe Omari featuring Playboy Cardi. It's pretty. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't think I would like this song, um, but hell, it got me. It didn't overstay its welcome. It was a great, it was a great hype music. It was a great hype oh, track. Oh man, I love this song. Yeah, it, it's it's too it's short. It's to the point. Uh, it sounds super super catchy. Mm-hmm. And Junior Watanabe is just like you know he's a designer, Makomi de Uh and I thought that was just a fire track. The first time I heard it it bounced in my head back and forth all day because I only heard it once, you know, during the, the first show. Mm-hmm. It's like, what was that song? It, it was ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And this, this was the song. So, yeah, I didn't think I would like it because listening to like the first couple versions, I was just like, what the heck is this? But now, you know, having it here, I, I actually do enjoy this song quite a bit. I won with the Bucks boy. Let me be honest. Yeah. Bucks boy. Spirit is honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this a lot. Got time for fit on my watch. 
yeah it, it's a great song believe <laughs> what i say great track awesome track it's sample. crazy how well kanye sung the hoop the the hook on it yes the sample the lauren hill sample of that thing of course miseducation of lauren hill one of the you know prime tracks of that album back in 98 99 you know do out that thing that's like that's the first that's Ooh. the first thing you heard and, Ooh, and it's just a it's just that a thing loop. that's how she started the album yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh. crazy mm-hmm. and then that's like my childhood by the way it is honestly obsessed with that album it is 1999 it, it's five years old six years old listen to the album replay it's crazy yeah five years old don't do that <laughs> and then you know just making it into like this this like this house sort of anthem i thought it was great yeah so i, th- I thought it was very interesting um i thought this felt like a cheat track i feel like this song doesn't fit the album slash fits the album yeah the subject matter is still on point yes. but the vibes are so good that if you made an album that sounds maybe like a couple tracks maybe this maybe this the track listing is wrong maybe this should have been a little bit earlier or a bit later into the album separated from what was going on around it well i mean when the man That's says how i feel about it when the man says free throat coat for the throat goats, I was like, oh, there it is. That's the old Kanye that I know and love. When Kanye says celebrity drama that only Brad will know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is it. This this is this this is the Kanye we know and love. This is like this this is more reminiscent. This song is closer to the life of Pablo. Right. Especially the throat coat for the throat goats. I love that bar. Yeah. Little baby Jesus ain't laughing, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many family secrets, somebody passing notes. Things I cried about, I found laughable. Oh, man, that 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 hurt. And I, then, heard, <laughs> I heard that in the car. I was like, damn, that hurt. <laughs> and then closing this off with one Buju Bantan. Because Buju I is thought, free. Oh, that was great. Wait, I, I forgot. Man, it's too early. What the hell are you doing waking me up at 530? Bruh, relatable Kanye, relatable Kanye, real work life sucks, man. Yeah, this song was good. Uh, I, like I said, I feel like it, so the out of song place. placement is wrong. I think it's super out of place. Later in the album, further away from Junior. Mm-hmm. Uh, but amazing song, man. This is a beautiful song. <laughs> All right, number 11, 24. Featuring the Sunday Service Choir. You can quickly just say, like, this sounds like an ode to Kobe Bryant. Oh, you, you think so? I didn't I didn't think it was for Kobe Bryant. I mean, 24, I, I'd understand why people feel that, but uh it just felt like a like a like a like a ceremony going on right now. And I got super emotional because the Sunday service choir was like, you know, they, they were doing their thing. The 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 vocals were were crazy um i got super emotional again like i was about to cry yeah that's what i mean it's like if you it, it feels did. like it's a o to this like just looking at the lyrics it just feels like certain words feel like it feels like it's a o to Kobe Bryant. just a that's little fair. that's fair that's you fair know. i could see that yeah so yeah got emotional again 
Love yeah. the song. And then the next song, which is Remote Control. And here is actually one of the first songs on the album that I do not like, where I skip. I, I have to 110% agree with you. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's the same energy as the Chick-fil-A song from yeah. um, the Jesus is King. Like, right. Haha, this is funny, but no way I'm listening to this again. Yeah. yeah. Young Thug did his best to fix it. It's like, you he know, tried. some tracks and, you know, the Gabalaba Haba at the end of it. Right. <laughs> Dude, when he played that sample in the the stadium, everybody was like, what the hell was going on? Because he played the whole thing that was a minute long. <laughs> the Gabalaba Haba I was like, yeah. This is crazy. You mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, so I skip that. And then after that skip, we go to one hey, of my we're 12 favorites. tracks in and there's only one skip. How, so how far. That? I mean, That's, shoot. Come on, bro. You can end the album right here and say it's perfect, you know? It is. Right. Right. But then he gives us one of my favorite songs off this album and and I think we talked about this on the phone off rip mm-hmm. of of this song, Moon, featuring Don Tolliver and one Scott Miss Cuddy, Kid Cuddy. And God, man, the layers, the vocal layering of this track is impeccable. It feels like you're, you are levitating. It feels like you are ascending to heaven. This song feels like, again, emotional again, Bastion. This album had me crying a bit, all right? This was this this was the one that did it because if it went from 24, they took out remote control and go straight to the moon, I'd be crying like a freaking baby. I want to go to the building so soon. So and Don Tolliver did an amazing job on that hook. So angelic, allowing Hikari to come in and start singing, and then combining Humming. together. And like Kanye's barely in the track. Which why I bring up the whole uh, DJ Khaled thing. Like mm-hmm. he could do this. He could not be remotely in the track, but have so much influence into the track. Yes, but I could imagine like uh, I forgot which version he played the song and Kid Cudi wasn't on it. People were complaining, but it's like no, it's like Moon Talk. You need Kid Cudi on it no matter what. Exactly. We need some humming harmonies going in there. And I just love how layered this track is, Bastion. This is layered so well. Vocals are so layered well. It's just chef's kiss. It's great. And I always get emotional playing it. It's it's really good. It's really good. It's that good. So the next track, Heaven and Hell, will be one of the songs where I was confused. Because I didn't like the way it started. Mm-hmm. But by the time I got to the end, I was like, this is how you make a good song. <laughs> yeah, I, to me, it felt like a closer, to me at least, which is why I always thought like, okay, that was like the end of what was supposed to be part one okay. to me. And yeah, that's why that's why I enjoyed Heaven and Hell. Um, it felt like a bit of a, a wrap up of everything that we just heard for these past um, 13 tracks, well, 14 tracks. No more promos, no more. Photos, yeah, exactly. No logos, no more. Chocos, like, Leon, yeah. Bezos, we get favorites. Yep, we're about to Legos getting money here. Like Legos. <laughs> we're about getting money here. We're about, you know, um, becoming master builders of Legos. We're about creativity. 
okay we're not about this name brand we're not about none of that no more although we sell it you know i'm not about it no more i'm about getting my bezos you know i'm about getting my money because i'm a billionaire i might go to space i might run for president again 2024 that was yeah. the summary of it you know what i mean and then let me do some more and then heaven and hell people when we survive no we bless save my people through music you know that's mm -hmm. And it's like the, the synthesizer, the way it layers going up, you know, adding more impact, feeling more energy, feeling more tuned is very interesting. That's what I like to say about the track. It's uh, very good. Yeah. And then Donda, we play that. It was like, to me, it was like the beginning of a whole new album. Or it could have been like an intermission thing, you know? It was like an another... intermission thing. Yeah, another yeah. reintroduction of one, of course, Donda, but also... Kanye West, and Long I liked hurry. it. Long hurry. Mm -hmm. he, like, like this is what I was saying. Like, he's using so much religious tropes in it, but he makes it sound so good. Hence, going back to why couldn't Jesus the King have those kind of small things? Because he rushed it. How you rush the album when you have like a choir with you the entire time? Because he's Kanye. That's what he does. The initial release of Jesus is King didn't even come out. When it's supposed to. All right. And no one spoke about it, which is crazy. Like people are gondering yeah. about this, but all right. So next is Heat My Spirit Alive. Which god damn it, bro. Conway the Machine, uh, K Psy, and then West Side Gun. I didn't expect them to to do what they do in this Jesus-esque sort of song, but they came in, they did it. They they basically put their Griselda stamp on it and they and it was good. It was I'll, a good ass track. I, I saw someone on Twitter say, This is kind of hilarious about this kind of religious thing and Kanye's like making rappers like rap about their lives and put their soul in the song. Right. And West West Side says <laughs> hundred round gun didn't jam with my shooter try to spray it. Right. Thank God, thank God. It's like <laughs> that's not well, you got the message. <laughs> that wasn't the assignment but you did the you did show work you so get partial credits here you got partial credits and exactly. it's enough to pass you pass you know, 65 is good there you but go it's a great, great great verse great freaking um, verse from west side gun uh conway gave you like a very small like conway is great because i felt like he said hey give me an eight bar or a ten bar piece and he gave it to you and just left mm -hmm. and it was just perfect Mm -hmm. I, I love I love the fact that West Side was going still. I'm like, okay, you know, that's that's your that's your stamp. That's your stamp of approval. We all know it's you. We all know it's you guys. All right, cool. This is supposed to be about Jesus, but hey, you know, Jesus Apparently got goons too. Five nine is in this. Really? Yeah, sprinkled around. He has writing credit. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I did not know this. Which is interesting because I didn't expect Royster 59 to work with Kanye after what he said in him. Well, in the interview saying like I would never work with him because every time I talk to him he's on the phone. Oh, he, he did the whole thing with Lupe. It was a long time ago. Now Lupe and him are beefing. Yeah, apparently he does have some additional vocals in this. Alright, I see the credits. Yeah. You, you did you ever hear the, the diss song he did to Lupe? It was like a ten plus minute song. No, wait, and what? And Lupe destroyed him with like a four-minute song, and it was just a million times better. And everybody's like, "All right, this is weird." 
No, I didn't hear this. Yeah. Also, Lupe is working on a on an album that he thinks is going to be his magnum opus. So I've heard about this. So I can't wait for that. He's just he's ready to go bar out, and he can go bar out anytime he wants. He just chooses to make music sometimes. Yeah, I respect uh, it. And speaking of people that chooses to make music sometimes. Oh man! All right, Bastion, <laughs> take it all away. There? Take it all away. See, this is see you. What I did there. I I'm did nice see like that. Take it away. Uh, this is all you. Go for it. Jesus Lord is a track featuring Jelitronica, but the part two is featuring the locks. Mm-hmm. So people are upset. It's like, oh, you know, Kanye, you know, got the locks just for hype. It's like, no, he's on the album. It's just what you want a 11 minute song. It's kind of ridiculous. Um. The Kanye West verse within itself starts off personal, then just gets into storytelling. And it's a kind of weird, but interesting. I don't know if, like, I don't know how to explain the verse, but he gets into storytelling, like, talking about a lot of situations that people could quote-unquote relate to. That's how I felt about his verse. But it's very um, Christian-based as well. But the hook is great. Jesus, Lord, going back and forth reminds you of. Let me see. What's a good what's a good song to. Oh, boy. Ah, yes. Cameron in and uh, jewels in terms of not like how you have to like, you know, wrap around. Oh, boy. It's just how that. uh, Oh, boy. Constantly comes next to the verse. So for every. I guess for every one, two, three, four, five, for every five verses or for every four verses, Jesus Lord comes in. Right. Mm-hmm. So for every, I'll call one bar or two bars, Jesus Lord would come in. So, you know, if you could wrap around that, then it's just easy. But Jay is trying to kill, killed it. Um, the locks killed it as well. And the electronical verse is just like, like the purest Jelitronica verse of all time, you know, to the monk who visited the Rothschilds, like Thelonious and the Pananoka. It's Jelitronica. <laughs> oh, I never rolled in the GSXR or the R6, like a Honda. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you're just saying like wild wildness, what the Clintons did to Haiti. Yep. I was waiting Downing for you to say Street that. Did in Ghana. Uh-huh. I was waiting for you as, to say that. As sure as the DOJ confirmed Ezekiel will, I would I could change the world like Yaku with two pieces of steel. That was my, awesome. My sword and my microphone. I swore to the crisis throne. Too great. They want to say you took an L like Jose Castell. So, you know. Mic drop. Yeah. I was like, damn. Mic drop. It's the last days of sound like more outside. Ooh, that's how he ends it. I was like, damn. J Electronica I, people. My feeling about J Electronica like covering this, and he's trying to like get himself killed. The rapper Erasure. I think that's kind of the funniest thing I got out of this entire album is like he never once called Chance the Rapper. Word. Yeah, he never. He is not called Chance the Rapper, or maybe he, maybe he just didn't put in the Chance verse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Bastion. I feel like Chance the Rapper would be great on this album talking about Jesus. Well, I mean, he'll be perfect on this song. He's going to be busy talking about his wife. 
Dude, I'm telling you, like, there's a mis- I feel like one of these songs has like a couple chance records in it that he didn't want to put on it. Well, there That's- was certain um, rappers that had verses on certain songs that got a uh, that didn't get added on for whatever reason, you know. Of hey, course, if you're sad about it, Young that's Draco just the game. That's just the game, bro. Yeah, you know. Next, you know, it's just the game because sometimes you be texting each other, and you know they say I hit you up with a WID, mm-hmm. and I don't want a hey, I want hot, I want a high with a bunch of eyes and hey with a bunch of whys. <laughs> hey, it's a, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. New uh, again. That was that was the track new again. Yeah, featuring Chris Brown, which they haven't been on the track since uh Waves, right? Yeah. Waves don't like Yeah. Five years, man. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it, this this song is just hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. This is an out of body experience. Um most insane out of body experience. I love the way it starts. I know people were like joking about it, but like High with a bunch of eyes or hey, hey with, with a, a bunch, bunch of wise. Like it's hilarious. I I've lived a hundred lives. Yes, he has. Yeah. So that really mean I had a hundred wives. Yeah, just, like come on. Come this on, is like, Yes, yes, we know Kanye. <laughs> I, I get it, bro. This is a great I like it. I like the song a lot. I like so, the song too. The song I don't like is the next song after that, which I will call a skippable track. Yep. Um, the I vibes agree. is I do like I do understand the concept of it, but at the same time, it's look if we didn't get two post humorous post humorous uh, posthumous uh, post- posthumous you're right two post posthumous albums from Smoke I think everybody would have been fine with this, but because of how badly the last album sounds like, it's just like one bad timing, two bad taste. Yeah, and of course, you know, he's talking his woo stuff and all that. I get it. It's sort of like it's like a tribute to Pop Smoke, but in an album like this where it's supposed to be heavily Christianed out, you know. No, I think I I I really think if we didn't get those two albums, this would be fine. It's like, "Oh, he's giving him like space because no one else is on the track. It's just him." And like boom, right. boom, boom, but it's just. But it's of just... course, like I know he censored out all all the rappers in this, but he's censoring his verse, and you know it's his his vocals is coming in and out like he's some sort of like ghost, and I didn't really care for it. And and again, it, it does always it does also have to do with what happened with that other album Faith that came out. It sort of seems like it was meant for Faith, but Kanye was like. I want this, and he put it on his album. Yeah. All right. So next track, Lord, I need you. A uh, beautiful song, pretty much just referencing him and his uh, and Kim Kardashian. That's pretty much what it's about. Right. Best line on the album. You had a Benz at sixteen. I could bury for an Audi. And time and space is a luxury. <laughs> yeah. Then we have uh, Pure Souls, yeah. uh, Roddy Rich, and Senshia on the vocals. Roddy Rich came in great. Senshia added. Nice depth to the track. Love Pure Souls. It's a good song. And after that, it's Come to Life, which is basically a song with Jesus and King and 808, like, fusion together. Yes. And it's beautiful. Did those ideas ever really come to life? That line messed me up. I was in the car, and I heard that. I was like, why you got to, like, do that, bro? (laughs) 
this, this song really messed me up and this is one of those songs like if you're too tired because you went through the entire album that you kind of missed it i do recommend starting from the middle of the album sometimes and just going straight down so yeah. you have the energy but this song i felt like i missed it for the first like eight listens but my ninth listen i thought like oh man this this song hurts and the piano playing just perfect it's like i say um once you end with heaven and hell, just give it like an hour and then start off with Donda and then, you know, go down until, you know, you get all to the part twos and all that stuff, which not going to carry the cover, the part twos, because they're just part twos to the albums, the album tracks already. We don't need to yeah. really get into it. So the last track come to. Well, no, not the last track yet. Um, yeah, the, the yeah. official last track, the official last track, then um, come to life. Um. Oh no no that's before no that the next one after that you're right you're right yeah second to last track come to life my soul cries out hallelujah I want to thank God for saving me beautiful yeah, yeah I just spoke about that I just spoke oh about you that. did yeah 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 okay this next one is no child behind oh no no child behind which is the official last track of Donda featuring the Sunday service and again Vori who's all over this damn album Vori is great I love Vori. Kanye needs to keep Vori around, and Vori, we need to hear a solo album from you, sir, because you are good. Um, I thought it was a great way to end it. Apparently, this has Tyler Creator production credit. Yes, it does. It does have Tyler um, production credits on this. Um, Dem Joints, whoever that is, don't know you. Cashmere Brown, Boogs the Beast. Um and i get it I, I get the song no child left behind um and god's done miracles on me i get it it's good it's fine it's a fine way to end it and then we have part twos of certain tracks that we've heard before and that's donda people bastion what is your final take on donda what do you rate it out of 10 do you rate it at all how do you feel i rate it like a high eight um, it is a very long listening experience. There are a lot of great songs on the album. There's a lot of songs that are thrown off because of the song before it or the song after it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't presently, I, I don't think this is like a, a normal Kanye West album where every song like makes sense into its placing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's okay to make your own placing. Like I hate when people make placing for the life of Pablo. It's like, no, it's perfect the way it is. But for this album, I think everybody should try to make their own placing. Remove the songs you don't want. Keep the songs you like. Exactly. Uh, so, so if you want to yeah. get rid of remote control, please get rid of remote control. If you want to get rid yeah. of the television with Pop Smoke, get rid of television with Pop Smoke. Basically, it's your oyster. And like Bastion, if he wants to get rid of the um, Lil Yachty version of OK OK to replace <laughs> it with the Senshia, you yeah. know, you can do that. If you want to get rid of Jay-Z's version which I don't know why you would with the baby and punk ass Marilyn Manson. You can do that too. It is basically, this is your prerogative. This is your oyster. You live in it. And if you want to get rid of uh, Jesus is Lord featuring J electronica, but also put in the deluxe version as well. You can do that too. Yeah. So yeah. You know, what's your thoughts on it before we go? This album's amazing. This album's incredible. And y'all need to stop hating. Kanye West is back. He did it again. I doubted him. I freaking doubted him, Bastion. We I never did. We've we've waited a long I did after that last garbage he put out, okay? But Kanye West is back, okay? He's able to to do it again. He's proved himself to me. Um, you know, we've had we've had a lot of, 
you know, ups and downs in in this toxic relationship of being a Kanye fan. Not so much a stand for me, but just being a fan of Kanye. We've had a lot of ups and downs in life, but you know, I'm willing to to mend those for 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 now. You know, you did good. Thank you very much, Kanye, for this great ass album. Um, I'm gonna give this. Shoot, I don't care. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. I love this damn album. All right, it's getting me through a lot right now. And uh, yeah, that's the end of Black Seinfeld. All right, you know we're on social media, Black Seinfeld NY. Uh, if you have any questions, feel please feel free to email us at uh, blacksignfieldny@gmail.com, and we do our have our own website, blacksignfield.com. You know, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Certified lover boy. We're gonna talk about that too. Peace. Gotta make it right for you left. Gotta make it right before you. Everybody wanna feel like everything gonna be right. New me over the old me. Let it out, let it all out. God, please let it all right. Make it right, nothing feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Okay. We're gonna be okay.